Welcome, guys. It's me again, your host, Mentor Mel, aka Melanie McFadden, here in my bedroom recording this. I hate talking about relationship things, but I feel like this is one of the most important relationship talks that you may hear me talk about. And um, yeah, this is probably the, the most valuable topic on relationship. And being that it's the most important relationship that you will ever possess, because this will dictate all other relationships that you encounter. Romantic relationships, platonic relationships, business relationships, all of the above. And it's that relationship with yourself. How much do you really love yourself? And I'm talking about in a selfish, all about me type of way. How much do you really love yourself when you're alone with yourself do you speak good things about yourself when you're looking in the mirror do you criticize yourself do you say you know what Mel you a bad bitch (laughs) like do you boost yourself do you gaslight yourself what do you do that conversation you have with yourself will dictate all other conversations I play online, play video games online, and I stream. So if you're interested in that, there's that out there into the in the world, in the internet world. The people that I play with sometimes, not on my team, but against, you know, opponents, there's a lot of hate that's out there. So, you know, they're going to say inappropriate things. They're going to drop the N-word. Um, one guy told me that I'm a virgin. Well, I wouldn't even say it was a guy, it was a boy. He had to have been like 13 to 15. Basically, he was pissed because he was dying. So the root of his anger, he's not just mad at me. He's, there's a lot of things in his life that aren't, are not going the way that he wants it to go. You know, in the mind of a, a teenage boy, you know, he probably tried to talk to some girl. He probably got rejected at, at some degree in his life. And he's just acting out, right? And video games is his outlet. So cussing people out because he cussed out the whole team. Like he was dying left and right. Like everyone, he was, he, we were all getting the earful. Like at that point, I particularly forgot about the game and I wanted to kill him on the game. (laughs) Like I'm that petty person. Like I wanted to rile him up more because why are you this angry? It's just a video game. There's, there's bigger fish to fry in the world, but you're focused on this. So the fact that he tried to tear me down kind of shows a little bit on how he's not kind to himself. Because I mean, for me, and this is just me being me, it's like, it's like when you got bullied. I've been bullied in, I've been bullied at work, at my old job. I've been bullied growing up because I've been different my entire life. And, you know, I just wear it like a, a trophy hat now. A crown really and a lot of times people pick on you bully you because you have something that they want or that they pos- that they want to possess so I remember growing up and the kids in my neighborhood I was never fully like them whatever that is whatever that was I just knew that I was different and because the world is so superficial and materialistic 
They saw the house that I grew up in. Now, I do not control anything that my parents do. If they want the biggest house on the lot, they can do that. I like I take no part in the building of a house. So the kids would pick on me. Basically, I lived on the outskirts of the neighborhood. So I was on the edge of the perimeter of, you know, the local, the, the neighborhood, the community. That in itself put me outside of the, the loop. And on top of that, they would see like the house that I lived in and they would judge that as well. Again, I can't control that. I I just go to sleep there. I I was brought up there. I was I was raised there. What do you want me to do? Um but jealousy, jealousy is a who it can rear its head at many different points of your life. And it's not a very attractive trait. I'm going to just put that out there. It's not attractive at all. It's probably one of the the least attractive traits that anybody can possess. And you really need to check it if you're a jealous type of person. But why would someone hate on someone because of what they have? So a lot of times the hate starts at home. Like there's something at home in their life that they are not happy with. And someone else becomes the vessel of their frustration. And that's usually what bullying is. Bullying is like the thing that you hate about yourself that someone else makes look easy. It's like, it's, it's, it's the thing you hate when you look in the mirror. So again, it's back to you. It's back to that person. So I never thought in my life, I thought bullying would be done at like high school, maybe college. Cause you know, in college there's still a little bit of that clicky type behavior going on. You would think I never thought I would experience it in my career, which was one of the main reasons. Like I, I just talked about it, um, on my push through pain episode. So if you haven't listened to that, go listen to that. But that was like the main reason why I needed to leave that current position I was in. We're talking like a whole department against one person. We're talking adults, people in their fifties got kids in college. The kids in college were closer to my age than they were. And it's bullying, workplace bullying. Like how, it's such an anomaly in my books, that phrase, workplace bullying. Workplace bullying. And the worst part about the bullying is it came from management. Who does that? Management? So without getting specifically into details, basically the manager that I had at that time had created a clique of people and because I had so much work to do around campus I couldn't like be around them so because they didn't do much apparently they had time to gossip all day they make sure to gossip on the thing or person that is not around and that's exactly what they did so over time you would just see the dynamics shift in the group During that time, you just learn a lot about people's personalities. These are people that I've known for like years, not like I've known them since I was in college. So I would say we're talking like eight year relationships here, six, seven, eight years of knowing these people. But when they got a new manager, everything shifted. So it just kind of, it also told me how people are 
when it's about their position versus what's right or wrong. They didn't care about what's right or wrong. They cared about being buddy-buddy with the manager because then the manager is going to get them, you know, that raise that they're looking for or whatever it is, whatever their motive is. But the fact that they were so easily, I don't want to say manipulated because they willingly did it, but the fact that they were so easily influenced, there we go, was very telling on their personality. And I don't, I don't deal with them at all now, but I learned in that workplace bullying scenario that even though you're older, even though you got kids, even though you're married, we're basically still children. The, the children, the child version of ourselves walking around this earth. So any insecurities that we have not dealt with, any type of negative or just things that we need to work on, abandonment issues, um, bullying things, basically being a sellout, <laughs> like any of those traits that we possess when we were younger is just amplified when we are older. That's why it's so important that you work on your internal struggles. You have to, you have to, like you have to. Now I don't excuse any of their behavior, none of it, because you're too old for this. But it made me feel sorry for them. When I get to the point when I feel sorry for you, that's not a, a, a sympathetic type emotion for me. That's more of a disappointment because you possess the ability to do better. You just choose not to. You didn't want to stand up against the crowd because you're outnumbered. So you're just like, you know what? I'm gonna just be one more, you know, it's just gonna be one more person. So then that way they don't come for me. Workplace bullying was a very eye-opening experience for me. It was a very, whew, bringing up memories. It was a very trying time for me. It was a very character-building time period for me. Like, like it, it sprouted up like anger, but you can't do anything about it, right? I tried to go the legality way and go to HR, but management had already, this is how petty my management was. My manager had already started building a case against me to get me fired. Now, I've never been in a position like this ever. That's how much she hated the fact that the rest of the campus loved me versus the people that I worked with. Because she wanted that notoriety. Like, I, I probably got attention that I wasn't even looking for. And she wanted that attention. In my books, you can have it. I don't even, I don't, I don't like being in the forefront. I hate it, actually. The fact that I'm doing this is a lot. I don't seek attention. That's not something that I, I stay up at night thinking of like, oh, how can I, you know, be the next top whatever. That's not what I care about. And knowing that that was her end goal told me a lot about the character that she was as a child. And early on, like listening to her talk about her childhood and basically approval from her parents I'm gonna say her parents singular because she talked about her mom. Um, basically, her mom didn't approve of something, whatever. I don't even know the, the specific detail, but from the way she described it, it's like she didn't get the attention that she craved as a child. So it's just like manifesting itself now as an adult. Mind you, she got kids. She got like three kids, all again, college age. So 
I think knowing the person behind the bullying made it that sad for me to like watch because it's still like, and it, it it's, it's tough telling somebody older that you need to work on some things. And I'm not saying that to be condescending, but I'm saying it in a, in a space from concern because you've let this disapproval from your parent really dictate how you navigate in your everyday life. And now it's in your workplace. So now you've become one big thing. I'm just going a little rant now. One thing she, she used to pick on me because of my body shape. Like I was smaller in weight. Now I walked around campus all the time. I was like, I would climb steps all day, you know, and then I would just like work out when I had time. So I was pretty in shape. She didn't like that. She was on the heavier side. Now, do what you do. Body image away. There's no right or wrong body image. I can tell that that was something that she struggled with because when people pick out things on you, that's an issue to them. They're just really talking about themselves and what they really want, but they don't want to do the work to get it. So they rather have misery loves company. So they're going to try and like break, bring down your spirit to get you in a mental space to where they are. So that's what, what bullying um, is really a psychological game. So if you realize that a bullier is really just screaming for attention, which is really what they are, then you look at them differently. Then you, you realize that their words are really just, you are just the reflection of imperfection that they see for themselves. Workplace bullying really really shifted my mindset when it came to people and just how unhappy people are. And that's kind of why I started this whole thing because it didn't matter what age you were. People are still dealing with like internal struggles and they have weird ways of expending that energy. Most of the time, and it's not all the time, they take it out on another person. They try to belittle another person or they try to quote unquote make friends that take part in the carnage of a person. But that's why it's so important. It's so important. It's so important that you work on your internal struggles. And then the the beauty of it, when you do work on your internal struggles, you're going to experience somebody that's going to hate it. It's going to repulse them. Is gonna disgust them, and they're gonna they're gonna try to bring you mentally down to where they are. And the joy about working on your internal struggles when they do try to bring you down, you're just gonna laugh at it. You're gonna push through. You go outshine them even more. That was the funniest part of like the whole workplace bully experience. They tried to bring my character down so much. Like they, it was like they actively tried to tear down my character and the funniest part was their anger was only within that department everywhere else everywhere else people only had good things to say about the quality of work that was out there I didn't tell them to say half the things they said the funniest part was when I left people were asking about me when I left people were asking about where I was 
I did not announce that I left. I just, the kids that worked under me were sad that I left. Everywhere else but that department that had a special rooted hate for me was sad that I left. So workplace bullying is a real thing. I did not think it was a thing before it became a thing to me. You just learn about people. And when you do learn about people and you are mentally like strong, you then take on a, a pity role for them. Like I, I really do feel sorry for them. And not in a, and not in a, oh, sad puppy, I want to save it type of way. Like, I feel bad for them because they've gone through their entire life. Mind you, again, these people are in their 50s. They got kids. They married. Like, they, they, they're well-established in their career and in their life. And they fell for that type of influence. And that just tells me that they're easily impressionable as an adult. And it just really speaks volumes on the amount of work that they have to do to not be that person, to not be easily impressionable like that. But then again, some people don't ever work on that because to them it's not an issue. And that's fine. The fact is, the most important thing is that you decided to come here and work on yourself. And that speaks volumes on your character. And, you know, you can only go up from here. So... I do appreciate you listening to me rant about my old work environment and I hope that you don't experience that but if you do you got the tools to, to handle it and you gonna kill it but guys remember as always the success that you possess really depends on you and how far you are willing to go to get there people will try and stop you they will try and make you feel weak. They will they will do everything in the world to pull you down. And the fact that you want to succeed says a lot about your tenacity. Oh, there's another. Yeah. Which episode is that? I don't know what episode that is, but there's an episode on tenacity as well. So, again, all traits that are needed to succeed. And the fact that you are here speaks volumes of how much you want to succeed for yourself and obtain that goal the fact that you love yourself to work on yourself is a huge character building trait a lot of people do not will not and sometimes cannot work on themselves just out of fear nobody like they call it the uh they call it shadow work in the spiritual world so shadow work is like the the dark depths of your brain that you just do not want to touch but you have to touch it to become to walk into your higher self to walk into your 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 full developed mentally strong sound zen self and the fact that you all actively are doing that i commend you for and we need more people like you in the world so take pride in knowing that the fact that you want to work on yourselves puts you at a higher tier than others that just choose to, to be a victim of their circumstances. But not you. You're a fighter. You are not a quitter. And that, that speaks volume. So thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for being here. Thank you guys for sharing your ears with my voice. 
Y'all have a great day. If you're trying to succeed, you are going to do it because you, again, are not a quitter. Um, and I commend you. And I thank you. And I appreciate you. So thanks again for listening. Y'all have a great day, evening, morning, night, and in between. Until we meet again, this is your host, Mentor Mel, a.k.a. Melanie McFadden, signing off.